Hello and welcome to the Delphian podcast. Delphian is an artist-led nomadic gallery focusing on emerging and early career artists. Each episode will feature a different art world practitioner, from artists and gallerists to collectors and curators. If you liked today's episode, please like, share and subscribe. Hello and welcome to the Delphian podcast and it's a bit of a special edition this time as we are in LA at Andy Dixon's studio. Yes we are. Yeah. Hello, thank you for hosting us. <laughs> no problem, thanks and, for coming uh, back. Sorry we were so late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard traveling without Wi-Fi, I can't believe you're oh, yeah. trying to travel without phone service. Yep, it's yeah, not because cool. of doing it. And uh, yeah, the traffic in LA is hectic too. So. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> it's fine, no one ever says that. <laughs> <laughs> So amazing studio. Thank you. Um, Thanks. It's uh yeah, it's my pride and joy. I I would live here if I was legally allowed to, but I think I'd get kicked out if I tried. Yeah. I mean it's exactly what you would imagine from Andy Dixon studio, I think. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cool. I'm I'm gonna I'll roll with that. Yeah, I mean yeah, I mean this is the first studio I've ever had that has a kind of um kind of a hangout area. My studios up until this one have been like totally utilitarian, just like It's like just the other half of this room, just white with a chair. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I'd have studio visits. People would be like, "What? What are we doing here?" I'm like, "Come by for a <laughs> beer." And they're like, "Where are we going to stand? <laughs> this is ridiculous." <laughs> so yeah, it's the first um, studio that's big enough. I think it's because the other two studios that I've ever had are in two of the most expensive cities in the world: New York and Vancouver, mm. and mm. like the square footage. For what I'm paying for this place, the square footage for my New York studio, I paid the same amount and it was like 400 square feet. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of the reason why I'm here and not New York, really. That's crazy. Yeah. So you're not from LA? No, I'm from Vancouver. Um, yeah. I'm oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the old Salgado connection. Andy and Andrew. Andrew and Andy. And Andrew both, and Andy. Uh, represented by beers who are friends of ours in London. Yeah, we're also Canadian. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it seems like they represent a lot of Canadians. Yeah, I know. (laughs) They say it's not on purpose, but I don't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) It was like Canadians feel kind of like an invasion of the body snatchers or something. You can't tell us from it from other people. We're just like sneaking, (laughs) taking over the world. You guys don't know. (laughs) So um, I thought I'd. So recently, when I've been interviewing, so I interview people for print a lot. um, Mm -hmm. A question that I've started off asking people almost unintentionally it's just why are you an artist hmm it's a big uh, question it? it is a big That's, question yeah. I don't I there's no way to answer that question without sounding sort of cliche or something but truly like I just always have been I'm just not good yeah. at anything else like I've just been propelled to um to make things since like since I was like 10 you know I would like I realized I was different than other kids by like the amount of joy I would get from like drawing and like completing a drawing or something you know where other kids would draw I would just be like really and my drawings weren't any better than anybody else's I don't know if I would it was like like you know like quote-unquote born with any like exceptional talent it's just a, a weird satisfaction I think that I was that I experienced in like making something mm-hmm. that other people I that I thought everybody had until mm-hmm. you get older and you start talking to people some people are just not interested in it you know like a school assignment where you have to make a fucking collage or whatever yeah. and, and you're like oh I hate this I'm like this is the best <laughs> thing ever <laughs> look at this thing I made I don't know it's just I I it's it's an impulse that I just always had I think 
Yeah. Yeah. And it, it took a lot of forms. I was into music before I was into like visual art or I, I was sort of into them, or I guess kind of in tandem, but I was more into music for quite a long time. But like, it's the same thing. It's just making something. I don't care if it's mm. something you listen to or something you look at or something you taste, I guess. I've never been into making food, but I can imagine that being a, kind of a similar sort of impulse. Yeah, I mean, I'm a terrible cook and I've got no interest in it. Yeah, but, me uh, too. Actually, me too. It, does, it doesn't bleed over into that. No. That's like fuel, strictly. Yeah. For me. Whatever's the fastest way I can get food into my bloodstream. Yeah. You spend an hour good. making something and then 20 minutes, 10 minutes eating it, and then someone shits it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just it a waste. It. Complete yeah. waste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a waste. Um, yeah, so I don't know if that answers your question, but I just think that I couldn't have possibly done anything else. It's not really even that I wanted to do it. It's mm. just that I, it's almost like you have to do it or something. Yeah. I tried to get a job once and I threw up at my desk. <laughs> Honestly, I, uh, I was like turning 30. I was going through this whole, like, what am I doing in my life? My, nothing had really taken off. I'd gone on tours and bands and I'd done a few solo shows, but nothing was really clicking. And I was like fuck, I guess it's time to get a job. So I got like, and I had some experience with like Photoshop and InDesign and stuff like that. So I was like, well, I guess I'm just gonna be a graphic designer now. So I got a job at like this design studio in Vancouver. It lasted nine months before like literally the stress of it and the hours of it. Like I, I cannot get up at 7 a.m. or no. It's just, no, I'm not. Into it. It's actually not necessary. It's not really about like, she needs to go to bed earlier, mate. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's not really about uh, uh, the amount of sleep. It's about, like, waking up to an alarm. Yeah. Mm. I just can't, I can't do it. I feel, like, jet-lagged or something if, mm. if I'm, like, broken out of, a, out of a deep sleep. So I was just at my desk one day, and, like, I saw the project manager coming over, and I just hated her. And I hated the clients. I hated every single thing about this job. Like, not a single thing. Except making the thing but then that was useless because it just goes through so many filters and you don't even you don't even like even talk to the client you talk to a project manager talks mm. to the client brings it back so you have these ideas like well maybe we could do this thing and like the client just said they wanted it like this and like, oh, it's not what, I, what is this job and they she was coming over to do more edits on some stupid fucking website i was working on and i saw her walking over and the stress of it just i wow. like literally barfed and it was just like I gotta go, and I quit the I quit the next day, oh, and gosh. then uh, and then it was like I guess I should really put more time into this painting this painting thing. I think it's the only thing I know how to do. So I uh, I quit my job and um, you know got a studio like a proper studio, and was like I should probably do this like more seriously because it's the only thing that doesn't make me want to barf basically yeah. <laughs> and this was like uh two weeks before my wedding too i was about oh, to get wow. so i had to tell my fiance that i just quit my job and that i was <laughs> going to be a painter and uh you know that was what was going to go down <laughs> so was that after the the music stuff that yeah totally. that, like, i think like, i was pretty much done playing music i think right. i was like making some like production stuff, I would do like guest right. production stuff on people's records, and um, I would be hired to do some remixes and stuff every once in a while. But for the most part, I was pretty much done with yeah with the music thing. So um, so you came to painting like I don't want to say late, but not not early. I, well, it's hard to explain because 
while everything I just said was true, I also painted before this moment. Uh, I just didn't do it. It felt like a kind of secondary thing that yeah, I was like doing. A hobby, maybe. Yeah, but a little bit more than a hobby because I was doing shows. Okay. Mm-hmm. But those shows were put on sort of, you know, there's this kind of, um, there's this kind of uh, Venn diagram of like the DIY music scene, the DIY art scene, you know? So it was like quite easy to just show work because I would be like in these sort of like weirdo bands and showing yeah. in like weirdo art spaces. And then the weirdo curator would be like, oh, I heard you, or who designed this? Who did the drawing for the t-shirt? I was like, I did. Like, oh, I'd like to see more at work. And then you, and it's a small city. This was in Vancouver. I mean, you kind of end up knowing everybody. So I actually ended up having like a kind of quote unquote solo show as early as maybe like, maybe 2003 or something. But yeah, it was just like stuff I came up with in between touring and studio, like music studio stuff. Mm. It was stuff that I didn't, I mean, I, I liked it. And I liked openings and I liked... Um, making the work-ish. Maybe that was part of it is that I actually didn't like the process of actually making the work. I just liked having it done. Um, and yeah, sorry, I lost my thread there, but uh, I guess, I, I mean, yeah, it was just stuff that I was doing in between, in between tour, really. Yeah. And then I sort of like, so when this happened, when I barfed at my desk and I had this sort of like existential breakdown, I, I thought, well, it's funny, I've been trying to do this music thing for this long, I'm like 30 now, and I, but this other thing, this painting thing or drawing or whatever I was doing, it was sort of a mix of both, what, I would sell out every show. And I was like, I've never even put any energy into this thing. It would just be a gallery being like, I was technically sort of signed to a gallery, quote unquote. Um, and they would give me a show every two years, I think. So I only did two shows with them. But both times, like, oh, you want to do a show in September? And I would just, I'd go like, yo, okay. And I would just go to my dad's place and like make work in his basement. And then, but I wouldn't be doing it around the clock. I wouldn't do yeah. it unless there was a show coming up. Mm-hmm. But it would always sell. And I would be like, oh, cool. That was fun. Anyway, I'm going back on tour. And I'm going <laughs> to do this thing. And so during this existential breakdown, I was like, I thought to myself, what if this thing seems to be kind of like going along on its own? What if I like took the energy I'm putting into this music and I, and I just like put it all in, like how far could this thing go if I, if I, um, you know, concentrated on it. So that's what I did. And it kind of took off pretty quick because all the pieces were already in place. It's not like I just yeah. was like, hey, everybody, I'm a painter now. I was, yeah, yeah. I was already doing it, you know? It was, like, it was like paving the runway, and then one day I was like, okay, I think I'm ready to take off in this plane, you know? Yeah. yeah. You said that you, like, didn't enjoy the process of it. So yeah. Much. Does that change? Does that yeah, change that has changed. I do like yeah. the process okay. now, yeah. luckily. <laughs> um, I, yeah, that's a good question. I, why didn't I like it? I, I think I didn't like it because I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do yet. So it felt yeah. clumsy, like, you know, like nothing looked the way I wanted it, like that it would have looked in my head. I was trying to force ideas. I was trying to force certain aesthetics that maybe just weren't coming naturally. I wasn't doing it right or, I, you know, it's just that frustration. That's why I wasn't liking it. Mm. This sort of frustration of not being able to actualize the, the thing you want to have, have it look like, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, but that's just practice, right? I mean, you just, you just throw yourself in and I was like, I'm just gonna, 
I knew that. I, I knew that that's what it was like because that's how it worked in music too. I mean, starting your first band, you know, it's like it doesn't sound the way you want it to sound. Mm. And it takes a long time to, for it to work. But I had exercised that muscle enough in bands where I was like, I think I get it after being playing music for 10 years. It's like, okay, I get it. You just got to practice your ass off and think about music in a different way mm. um, and maybe open yourself up to... Uh, to I don't know, kind of like let letting go of like a super specific concept you might have, because sometimes your tools, be that your body or your um, yeah, your either your fingers on your guitar or or um, or your fingers on your paintbrush, maybe they don't do what you expect them to yeah. do all the time, and maybe you kind of gotta let that be part of it and like yeah. kind of ch- channel it almost or something like that, and let it be let it be what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, probably during this existential breakdown, I realized that that was part of it, too. I should probably stop just trying to be something that already exists. Like, oh, I want to be David Shrigley. I want to be Basque. Yeah, I want to, you know, maybe I should try, you know, taking those things like a lot, like wear those things a lot less on my sleeve and use them more as like garnish on something that I'm, that I come up with on my own, you know? So what forms were the, was the work taking? Back then. back then it was like quite strictly it was like quite like drawing with like text there were almost there would almost be like a punchline to them right. yeah it was more about the concept than it was the execution you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. it was a it, there would be a joke in it of some kind um i was also yeah it was kind of all over the place i mean it's the same when i was a teenager into music would be like this is our ska song and this yeah. is our hardcore song like because you just like it you're just like oh you just, i just discovered noise music now it's put this noise piece in the middle of the song like you just try. You just fucking throw everything at the wall and see what sticks, you know. And I, I was doing that in music too. I mean, in art too. Just like, oh, I just discovered Cy Twombly. I'm just gonna put. I'm just gonna like put some action painting like scribbles onto this thing. So it's like David Trigley, but it's also got this like, you know, abstract expressionist twist to it or whatever. Because I just discovered it. Even though those things don't go together, I'm trying to put smash this shit all together. But um, it doesn't really work that way, you know. Well, that, I don't know. Do you think that that kind of wild process of experimentation led you to discovering exactly. what your what your style was? Of course, I wouldn't be here without all of those like failed experiments, right? Yeah. That's the thing that people don't understand about painting. That it's like people only see these works that are on the walls. They don't see the ten years of mistakes yeah. it took <laughs> to get there. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so I I teach a class now. Oh yeah. At university and. Um, the other, the other week, they were asking me, like, how do you discover... Because they're studying illustration. They were right. asking me, like, how do you discover your style? Yeah. And um, and that's kind of what I said to them. You just need to go a bit wild and just do all kinds of shit. Yeah, just do some super embarrassing stuff that, yeah. like, you will totally regret later. But that's what it takes to get to get there, you know? Yeah, mm. fill a sketchbook of stuff that you don't expect anybody to ever see. Exactly. Just, like, throw it away or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. burn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. If, I, if I look back at work of mine from, like, four years ago, five years ago, it's just the most cringe stuff I've ever I know, I can't do it either. I just, yeah, yeah. I know. I, yeah, and music was even more like that. I mean, when I was, because... I started playing music when I was like 12 and I was playing my first band when I was like 14. So the music you listen to when you're 14 is vastly, hopefully vastly yeah. different <laughs> than the one, than what you do at 24. Yeah. So, you know, though, even one year ago, you're listening back to me like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> but that's the journey of it, you know, hmm. I think, I mean, yeah, I think it's even a weird, 
I think the question is framed wrong. Like, how do you discover your style? It's not mm-hmm. you. Don't, you don't discover style. You develop mm-hmm. it. You know. Yeah. Exactly. It's not like yeah. a treasure map. <laughs> you yeah. go, like you just wake up one day. Like, oh, I discovered. I opened the door. Found a nice style. So uh, tell us about LA. What's the LA art scene like? Yeah. We haven't been here long. We're not here for long. Um, days, so. I love it. I mean, I I feel very at home here, and I I think something really cool is ha- is happening in LA right now. I just I think that part of that has to do with New York just becoming too expensive. I know a lot of artists have come out here. Um, and the, so the like we already talked about it before the interview, but my studio is like quite big, and it, LA just is known for space. I mean, it's it's like the desert. I mean, there's yeah, yeah. kind of infinite space. <laughs> it, it goes on forever, and uh, there's something really cool about that. I think my work is scaling up. I think my ideas are scaling up here. I think I see other people's uh, work doing the the same thing here. Um, who maybe who came from New York, where their studio was maybe two hundred square feet or whatever, you know, um, and yeah, I mean, honestly, it's even like the simple things, like the weather. I feel like makes it feel like I just come to work every day. Every day is the same. Every day is twenty degrees, and I and I come to work. I mean, when I because I lived in New York for a bit, and I mean you you have to consider the season when you're, when you're working, you know, yeah. I mean, there could be a foot of snow outside or it could be like 45 degrees with 100% humidity. I mean, you can't, you can't do anything in those days. So I feel more productive here. I think just like, I mean, you guys are from London. I was from Vancouver. It's the same weather. Like that yeah. lack of vitamin D is real. Like the, yeah. the like six months of gray is intense. <laughs> yep. Now every day I get up now and I'm just like, oh, it's, it's another sunny day. You stop thinking about it. It's just every day is sunny and uh, except for the like three days you guys have been here, it's like <laughs> pouring rain. I swear to God, who does yeah. that three days a year? Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, um, I'm just I love it. I love the people. I think um, I think just. I don't know. This is sort of like a silly generalization, but I, I do feel that it's sort of true in that because I was born and raised in Vancouver, I ingratiate a little m- more smoothly into LA life than I do New York life. I think um, there really is this divide in a, just in the sort of like, even just sort of mannerisms and sort of way one goes about their day between an East Coast thing and a West Coast thing. It, they're so far apart from each other. And East Coast is very academic and uh, it's like very institutional and it's intense for me. And I think West Coast sort of has this, um, has this uh, cliche of being like, it's like surfer cult, stoner culture, yeah. you know? It's like a lot more laid back here. And I think that's just, I just have to accept that's maybe a little bit more who I am, you know? Even if I don't want to be, it's just how I grew up and I'm, I'm, New York was just a bit, there's like this alpha energy like constantly and I'm just too much of a beta to survive <laughs> in New York. It's like, let's all just calm down. <laughs> so for me, LA feels like a, like a really good fit. And I'm, I'm meeting people in a way I didn't really meet it, people to, in New York, I think. Um, that's on me. It's not a judgment on New York. I mean, New York is fucking amazing. I love that city. I'm not, there's no, it's just, I, I'm finding for me, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm feeling better about being here than I ever did there. And what about the gallery scene between like, 
East Coast and West Coast. I mean, of a... yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think there's a funny rivalry almost in yeah. a way, uh, uh, which is, it's nonsense. I think it's playful. I mean, I don't think mm. anyone takes it too seriously, but um, I think things are happening. I mean, freeze is happening this yeah. week. The first, the first freeze in uh, in LA. It moved from LA from New York to LA actually. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that might be the sign of something. Uh, not that, I don't know. It's funny how the conversation always goes that it's like, they have to be pitted against each yeah. other because the competition is obviously it's not. I mean, I love both cities, but um, uh, I think that LA is just on an upswing. It just feels like something, uh, like a lot of galleries are, are opening here. Um, I'm starting to work with this gallery called OTI, which is actually like a Hong Kong gallery that just opened up like a massive uh, location here. Um, I've seen, um, yeah, the galleries just feel, it feels um, uh, to me like a, this is like a, again, a pretty lame generalization, but I, I do think it's sort of true, is that uh, New York is so institutional. Like I still feel like it has this, like there are, there is like a, like a proper way to go about doing things mm. you have to have like if you want to run a gallery it sort of has mm. to look a bit like this whereas LA really does have this sort of wild west of like I opened up a gallery in my kitchen and it, it kind of it kind of reminds me of like the DIY like punk scene that I grew up in it's yeah. kind of like an anything goes attitude here that just suits me a bit better it's like um, it's almost like artists are just doing like weirder stuff out here because no one's told them that they can't do it or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. Maybe New York was like this. It probably was, exactly. It's probably, yeah, maybe in the 80s, it probably, you know, yeah. you had Warhol and Basquiat just being like, this is just what we're, yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, so maybe something like that's happening here now. I, I don't know. I'm old enough to have seen a bit of a pendulum swing of coolness between the two cities that go back and forth, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's just, it's just LA's time. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but, but I don't know. Having freeze come through seems like a seems kind of like a sign that something yeah. that I'm that I'm probably right. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. So your next show is in um, New York. Yeah. Your last one was in London. Yeah. Or at least last one I saw. Yeah. Do you approach each city differently, or do you make like the work? Yeah. The um, that's a good question. I don't know if that's maybe in the back of my mind. Like what works in a city? I don't think so. I think. Um, I think that London had a lot of the patrons' homes pieces in it, and that was honestly just a sort of matter of timing. I mean, I can only get so many of those images from my old patrons um, to make the work, and I just collected enough for that to work. And I knew knew I couldn't do that for New York because I don't have enough new... Uh, so I'm doing something else for it. Um, and then, and then the next show after that's going to be Hong Kong, and I might do more patient homes if I can get more images from that. So it's it's almost just a just a cycle of of um, of ideas, like of, of imagery. Like if I'm doing cause this one has like more of the Christie's pieces in it, which weren't in London at all. I'm sort of working with three or four different ideas that I'm just sort of um, I'm sort of pacing out, I guess. Uh, depending on which one, I guess, and maybe part of it is which one makes the most sense for the city. But I, I don't think that's a very big consideration, but it's probably there somewhere. Mm. But for the most part, it's it's just a kind of cycle. Like, well, I did that a lot at the last show, so I'm gonna do this other thing at this show, and then I'll go back to that one idea on this, at the next one or something. Mm. 
So Freeze is coming through next yeah. week. How do you feel about um, art fairs in general? Like the sort of scene? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, they yeah. are what they are, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm like, oh, fucking sick. Like, I can't wait for this art fair to come through. <laughs> yeah. But I also don't think I hate them nearly as much as other. I know there are some artists who just, like, hate them. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I'm pretty different on it, to be honest. Like yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I have fun sometimes. There's some fun parties to go to sometimes. You get to meet people you've only met on Instagram. I think I'm just sort of like a, a bit of an optimist in general. So yeah. there are plenty of reasons to hate an art fair, but there are also reasons to like them. I mean, yeah. first time I met Salgado was, you know, in Miami. I'm like, oh, we're both at the, at the place. Oh, cool. Thresh Holmes is there too. And like, there's, we're in this digital age where we where we connect with people through Instagram and whatever other ways. That's um, how we first spoke. Exactly. And that, and so and fairs are a cool way to let's like reach out to some of those people like, oh dude, are you going to Miami? Oh we should meet up for a drink. Yeah, there's also mm. a lot more interesting stuff happening at the same time as the fair. It's in the same, yeah. in the same it's, Exactly. It's usually not really about the fair itself. It's mm. sort of about uh, yeah, just grabbing drinks and like talking art with like peers that you it's sort of like music festival it's like yeah. it's like um south by southwest or whatever you're like sure it's kind of an abomination in a way but <laughs> but it's also really cool because when you when we would be touring through we'd like play south by southwest in austin and be like oh shit like the band that's on our label that we've never met before is like playing down the street we should go check it out we should go you know mm. it's sort of a social thing more than it is about anything else for me mm. and i like that i don't know i like making our friends. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think some people don't like it. I think some people, like, we laugh, but I think there are probably people who are like, nah, I just do my thing. And like, yeah, the Jackson Pollock type. Exactly. Yeah. I just yeah. drink a bottle of whatever his drink was, gin or something, and like, make the work and tell everybody to fuck off. I mean, that's cool. Too, it's I a fine place. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I like... I mean, my best work comes out of talking with other artists about the work. Like, that's what we're all, I don't know, we're all kind of a sounding board for each other. Well, in that case, yeah. we're looking forward to seeing your next paintings after <laughs> yeah, exactly. you make after this. Yeah. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> cool. Well, maybe that's a good place to, to end it. Unless there's anything else you want to add. No, no, no. Great. Well, good. thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank, I'm glad we finally got to do this.